That'd be a long intro. Hello and welcome to today at the New Japan Cup. My name is James Troopany, and as usual, I'm bringing you all the action, but for a change, and the very first co-host of the Today Out series. Will you please welcome Christy? How are you? Hi. Um. Actually, very excited to be on the what? What was it? The New Japan Cup today at the New Japan Cup. Today at the New Japan Cup, yes. Show, because I heard you hadn't had any co-hosts yet. No, no, I do this normally by myself, and you, you now have the gig of being my co-host. Yes, that makes me feel really special. There you go. See? I'm going to milk that for the rest of the <laughs> <laughs> the time there is a today at the New Japan Cup. From me up till the end of the New Japan Cup. Well, we have next year. Yes, and, and you could come back and do today at Best of Super Juniors and today at Best of G1 and today at Best of World Tag Week, if you want to. Best of Super Junior, all of them. All of them. I, we did World Tag League for the first time last year because everyone said, oh, you never do World Tag League, and it's like, yeah, because it's usually a bit rubbish. <laughs> no, it isn't. Goat and Yoshihashi <laughs> usually team up. Yes. And it's then wonderful. It's like, we watched it this year, and it was like, I well, no, I watched it last year in 2019 with Vinjius one, and I was like, I watched the final. It was one of the best pay-per-views I saw all year. So I was like, all right, we'll watch World Tag League this year, and I did every show. And, of course, I was like, oh, and this Best of Super Juniors as well. Right, oh. So I ended up doing every show on Best of Super Juniors and on World Tag League, and it was loads of fun. I'm um, actually watching the, the combined events for the... Tag League and the Best of Super Junior right now because I'm catching up on everything. Yeah, it's, it, it was a really good series. I really enjoyed it. And plus, yeah, I'm just waiting for the Desperado Hiromu match, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being so patient and not jumping ahead, you know, because I know what's to come. Yes, it, it's uh, very good. Being patient. Very, very good. Yes, but there's some good tag matches in there too. Um, however, today we are not doing round-robin tag team tournaments or junior heavyweight tournaments. We are at the knockout stages. Oh, well, not there's any other stages of the New Japan Cup. Um, we're still on round one. Uh, it's, it's a long-ass round one of 16... Oh, no, hang on. 32 people. Yeah, 16 matches. It's a bit of a weird layout this year. Um, and we are at the Zip Arena in Okayama, Japan. Apparently a 1,000 people were there. I'm not convinced a thousand people were there, were you? Well, they might have been in spirit. They might have been behind the bar camera. Yeah. <laughs> and we the... count. We count. Yeah. We we watched. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure convinced we were in attendance. But the show opened with oh I should by the mind, we no music today, because I'm recording from my other house where I don't have my Mac with all my music. Apologies for the beginning. We'll put a cold open straight in. It's a serious we, day. It's a serious yeah, day. Serious wrestling talk. Dark, straight in wrestling talk. All about the results and yes. the muscles and the, the moves. Yes, yes. None of this bites of fancy here. No. Well, maybe. No, no storytelling, no fangirling. <laughs> we might sing the theme tune at the end. Uh, <laughs> you might. <laughs> Um, but anyway, we'll go back to the matches, and it opened up with Bad Luck Fale, Evil, and Yujiro Takahashi defeating, defeating Chaos, Toriyano, Yoshihashi, and Ue Uemura. No guesses for who took the pinfall in this one. Eight minutes and 58 seconds. It wasn't Fale? It wasn't no. Evil? <laughs> I wonder who it was. Yes, that would be Uemura, who's... I, Bullet Club like him more. They keep clapping him every time they wrestle him. I wonder if they were trying to recruit him when he's finished his... Uh... Yeah, but he's also a Suzuki gun guy, right? He keeps feuding with Suzuki. Yes, because he has no fear of death. Um, exactly. It yeah. might be that Suzuki's like, I like that guy. Give him to me. <laughs> and then like Suzuki he... tortures him for three years and it then, worked for Desperado, didn't it? And it's working for Duki right now. Mm. He's kind of been the Desperado from years ago. Yes. Um, Duki's, yeah, he's going to be... I, uh, yeah, because like now Desperado has moved up to being the man. Duki also <laughs> has to get past, like, up to Nobu levels of good. Yeah, really. someone has to, has to be the one that uh, Desperado used to be, the one who gets 
his ass kicked all match and then the others come in for the save and he's all grateful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and then they're an ass to him as well. Yeah. So, but yeah, this this was a solid out, solid outing. Yoshiashi and Toriyano really encouraging Iwimura. It, it was really odd seeing like chaos guys tagging with the uh, um, young guys, the young lions to start with. But the chaos guys are really encouraging to the young lions now. Well, Yoshiashi understands being nervous, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's he's an anxious kind of cat, really. Yeah, and I also love the logic that the, the young lion logic when they team with him and they. Um, there's evil across the ring, and they're like, I'm going to tag in the young lion, because this is going to go well. <laughs> and then he always takes the pin. It's like wrestler logic, 101. Yeah. Well, they've got to learn somehow. Sorry, yeah. I know, going one-on-one with Bad Luck Farley was fun, though. I like that. Yeah, but the logic of, of Chaos being like, we want to win, so let's tag in the one who always loses. This makes sense. Yeah, but well, you can say the same with Hontai, to be honest. They do it quite often, too. Yeah, that, that's the dumb wrestler logic that I just love. Baby-faced dumb wrestler logic. Yeah, you know, it's the same thing as, as the referees being shocked by the by Bullet Club cheating every every match. Like, oh, they teamed up and they're pulling on the babyface's arm together. This is new. Never seen it before. <laughs> That's wrestling logic. Yes. Uh, we used to have this thing <clears throat> who, my friend who's never been on the Troopany show was nearly on the Troopany show once and we had a technological failure. But I will get her on the Troopany show one day. Um, we used to have this thing called TNA logic, which was <laughs> to explain away the bad things that happened in TNA. <laughs> like Samoa Joe having on a massive rant about how bad TNA was in the middle of a promo. It's like oh, the last God. TNA logic. I was reminded of that earlier today. Yeah, wrestling logic is funny. Uh, Cowboy James Storm bumping Mickey James off the side of a railway station platform into an oncoming train and her not dying. Magic. Yes, that's TNA logic for you. And it's like, <laughs> who in their right mind thought that was a good idea? <laughs> wrestling. Yes. Oh. Wrestling! Yeah. Do you know uh, from the first match what uh, feud I enjoy the most? What's the feud you most enjoy in the first match? Evil versus the ring announcer. Yeah. 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 That's going uh, to be a wonderful match at Russell Kingdom. The, the, the Farley's moved on from intimidating ring announcers. He's. <laughs> He's happy chomping on his cigars now, and uh, it's a bullet club thing, is it? Yeah, yeah, was, <laughs> yeah. It used to be, it used to be a, used to be a chaos thing. Isco, when he was in chaos, he used to do it, and then then it kind of migrated to Farley, um, and then now evil's taken over. I wonder if it's going somewhere, or if in a couple of months he just decides, ah, enough, done. Yeah, you can live. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, that, that pretty much covers the entirety of that first match. Uh, we'll move on to the second match, which unfortunately featured ah oh, two people we don't like. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't watch it. I didn't Sorry. think you would do. I mean, why would you bother? And to be honest, it was all right. Um, there's a lot of people who are not into the politics of wrestling, as you probably imagine, were quite looking forward to the idea of Gabriel Kidd versus Will Ospreay one-on-one at some point down the line. And from a wrestling point of view, that's perfectly reasonable. But uh, watching him with ZSJ the other night was quite enough for me. I'll quite happily watch those two wrestle each other forever. Can um, just watch it again and pretend he's Osprey. Yeah, that's it. I think that's what we need to do now. It's just like um, have matches with other people and just pretend it's Will Osprey. <laughs> that works. Yes. And then Will can move back to Kent and never bother anyone ever again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it was all right. It wasn't. It, it was a variation of the Kojima Tenzan match against United Empire that has essentially been this match for the last oh, two months. Oh, I watched that one. I can talk about that one. Yeah. And it, it was that, but with more bells and whistles because there was more people involved okay. and Hiroki Tenzan wasn't there. So. Yeah, Honma was there, which is not an improvement. Not really. No. He, he, 
did his thing. Kakeshi Edwards and you know. Yeah, I'm missing a lot. I'm missing a lot, and then he got up and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Was well, I I do have something to say about Carbon or Khan. Yes. Um, I really like the confidence they have as heels, and yes. what I mean by that is. When you've got Bullet Club or even Suzuki Gun, they're always um, attacking people from behind and cheating and stuff like that. And you can guess that five times out of ten they'll attack before the bell. Yeah. And that doesn't seem to be the case with Cobb and Okan. And no. I actually really, really like that because it shows that they're confident enough in themselves that they don't need to cheat. Yeah. They're yeah, like... Most. Yeah, we're we're so good. We don't need the extra level to defeat you. Yeah. And storyline-wise, that also means if they do start breaking the rules, it means more. Hmm. Yeah. That's that. Yes, absolutely right. That's kind of like um, Big Van Vader was much the same way. He didn't break rules. He didn't need to. He was 450 pounds and could do moonsaults. Why would he need to break the rules? Yes, so they just wait until the referee says start, and then they demolish demolish people. people. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and I think that's kind of something that's been missing from New Japan, in a way. Like it's not as it's more of an old school storytelling device in in the sense of there's more variation. Yes, Suzuki Gun. The thing about Suzuki one is they're all technically adept enough to take your head off without cheating. They don't need to cheat. But they like cheating, so they will. Yeah, and they whereas, think it's funny. Yeah, whereas Bullet Club kind of get by with cheating. If it wasn't for cheating, they'd be a lot more successful. Or it wouldn't be as successful as they are. Except mm-hmm. maybe Jay. You know, or if Yudro didn't cheat, he'd never win anything. <laughs> poor Yudro. So, poor Yudro. Um, so yeah, so it, it's, it, it gives a different air aura to the United Empire, which is really what they need. Yeah. Because um, they haven't got an awful lot else of things going for them as far as angles is concerned. But They have a Col- couple of things against them. Yes. Are you talking about the 450 pounds of useless weight attached to that <laughs> unit? Um, yeah, so... Um, I think, yeah, it does stand them in good stead as well. And it kind of gives them a uniformity as a tag team as well. Yeah. Um, so which you kind of thing you need. They aren't as crisp as, say, Chaos or LIJ when it comes to tag wrestling, but they know what they're doing. Yeah, and um, it's also kind of the point that they're not really there to be friends with each other. No. They're just working together. And yes. LIJ as a family work well together because they're a family and they have history and... That's the difference between a group that's there because they want to be together and because someone's paying them. Yeah, that's the difference. Kokan and Cobb are mercenaries. Yeah. That's the, the difference between them and, say, LIJ. Suzuki Gun are friends because they have mutual respect for one another and have mutually appealing skill sets. And they like drinking together. And they like drinking together. <laughs> but, it's, but that's it. It's just like. Essentially, it's, you know, um, they picked up Nobu from Noah when they were in Noah because he's just like a Suzuki Gun kind of guy, you know. Yeah. And that's basically was good enough for them. <laughs> he's, he's one of us, so one of us, that's it. So, yeah, it's, um, it, it's interesting how things are turning out for the factions in that way. Um, next up, Finn Juice, Dave Finley and Juice Robinson uh, tagged with, uh, oh, yeah, from Tanneray. That was the other call, wasn't it? Tanneray? Tanneray. Tanneray, she's Tanahashi, Tawa Henry. Tanneray. That sounds like a, a kind of stingray. Yes. I, I, they're kind of like, they were trying to do like a Finn Juice combined name. Tanneray was what they came up with. Okay. <laughs> Who came um, up with that? Was it Tana or was it. Hanari. Sounds like a Tanak thing, doesn't it, really? (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, They defeated Bullet Club, Chase Owens, Gato, Jay White, and Kenta in 11 minutes and 34 seconds. Bullet Club just didn't really look that bothered, to be honest with you, through this entire match. She was just like, eh. Well, Jay had fun. (laughs) Yes. 
Jay always has fun. He was the biggest heel in this match because he was mocking Tanahashi's abs. He does have a fine set of abs and an appendix scar himself, though. He does, and then he, he's like, look, Tana, this is what a real body looks like. <laughs> Poor Tanahashi, he's old, leave him alone. <laughs> Are we going to start measuring masculinity now? <sighs> Poor Tanahashi. And and then Jay was like ruining his hair as well. It's like attacking Tanahashi on the two things he's most proud of, his body and his hair. Well, yeah, that's 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 obviously sacrilege. How dare he? How dare he? You know, that's like spitting in the wind and standing on Superman's cape. It's, exactly. You know, it's... Jay is a horrible, horrible human being. He is. In a really good way, though. <laughs> in the good Compel- kind of sense. In the in, hilarious kind of sense. In a compelling and interesting manner. <laughs> yes. He's so annoying and it's wonderful. Yes, he does it really, really well. There are plenty of annoying wrestlers who don't do it really very well. Yeah, um, there's a lot of wrestlers who don't mean to be annoying, but who are annoying. Yes. And Jay is clearly trying very hard to be as annoying as he can. Seriously, that's the thing is like people like compare MJF to Jay White. There is no comparison. Jay White is way better than MJF ever will be. And I mm. think MJF's quite good, but he's no Jay White. <laughs> yeah, and I also think he's great because he's not just doing it in English. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people who come over to New Japan and then they're shitheads on commentary or they they just run their mouth the entire match. Mm. And the English speaking side of the fan base is like, oh, he's so annoying. But the Japanese have no idea. Yeah. And Jay is clearly very annoying in his mannerisms as well. He, he makes it very obvious when he's mocking Tanahashi's abs or his hair, or whatever. So even people who don't speak English understand what he's doing. Yeah, he's got that. He's, he really does know how to be a really good heel in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. You know, when there was the rumors, oh, he's going to sign with WWE. Yeah, no, he wasn't. Um, but <laughs> it, <laughs> it was like, I'm not convinced Vince McMahon would completely understand Jay White. No, and he wouldn't have the freedom that he has here. No, he's, he is a 220-pound <laughs> guy. He looks great with a, with a pretty terrible beard and, and lank hair who is a technical wizard. But yeah, and, you, and you, you also wouldn't... They wouldn't allow him to mock Roman Reigns' abs. No, they wouldn't. That's it. That's the thing. There's all sorts of things he just couldn't do in the WWE that he could do in... I think he would fit in AEW, you know, I, 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 that would make sense. But I can't see him doing anything in WWE that would be worth his time, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. Artistically, obviously, working in WWE means people pour truckloads of dollar bills in your backyard. However, <laughs> I don't think Jay's done yet. I think Jay's done when he's had a big long run with the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, like yeah. an 18 monther and... And then he may consider moving somewhere else. But um, he has, m- he maybe has, he'll want a face turn as well. Yeah, and he has said in the past he'd never signed with WWE. But mm. then again, Millie, Con- Millie McKenzie said she'd never signed with WWE and has now. <laughs> um, yeah. I can understand that because she's like, she's 20 and needs a job. Jay's in a yeah. different situation. Jay's pretty much set for life, and will, as long as he behaves himself, will never be out of a job. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's, there's a difference there. It's like Millie McKenzie is one of my favorite wrestlers ever, not just currently. She was one of my favorite wrestlers when I saw her when she was 17 years old. She has that presence and can be that good. She will headline WrestleMania before she's done. I yeah. guarantee it. And However, also for... Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, however, she, that's not the kind of wrestling she wants to do. But I don't think she would have gone without Mako Satamora going in the first place. Yeah, and it's also the case that women don't have as many options yet. No, no, that's as, it. Not at the same level, at least. No, I mean, yeah, she would kill it in AEW, but they've already got 40 women they don't know how to showcase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Impact Wrestling's... It's an awful long way go for, to go for a part-time job. 
Yeah. Whereas NXT UK means she can work British Indies, she can go to Sendai Girls when she wants to, and still get a regular paycheck. That's that's a that's a lot of good things, really. So yeah. But anywho, we got off track there. Let's just move on. Just a little. Let's move on to the next six man tag, which was Chaos Hiroki Goto, Kazuchika Akada, and Show. They defeated LIJ, Bushi Shingo Takagi, and Tetsuya Nato in 13 minutes and 31 seconds. Young Goto was on it in this one, wasn't he? Isn't he always? Yeah, well, even more on it in normal. In my eyes, he always is. But he's you know, really in your annoying. eyes, he can do no wrong, as much as I love the <laughs> <Exactly>. guy too. <laughs> No, but he's just really annoyed by this dragon who won't allow himself to be slain. <laughs> Funny that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, li- I like the, the whole warrior versus dragon thing they've got going. It's very dark ages. Oh. Yeah, it is. It's... You know who's supposed to win in that one, don't you? Yes, the, the, the knight in charming armor, usually. Exactly. Hmm. I'm not convinced he's going to win this time. <laughs> Excuse you. Yeah, well, I mean, I am a chaos fan, and I will be cheering for him. However, I am a realist as well. I'm pretty sure we'll be like two out of ten people cheering for Goto that match. Probably, I'm Marcus as well, obviously. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's three people. Three people. Um, <laughs> a lot of chaos towels in the crowd, though. Having said that today. Yeah, but Shingo well, online, I mean. Because yes. I always remember going, go Goto! And then everyone saying, oh, no, not Goto. <laughs> yeah. The life there's, of a Goto fan. There's, 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 there's little love for Chaos generally, except for Ricardo and Ishii on, online. Yeah. I hate Yano. How eh, can you hate Toriano? Eh. <laughs> the, fan, the fans are wrestling genius. I think the issue with Chaos, for foreign fans at least is that it's difficult to understand the reasoning when you don't speak Japanese. Yeah. Because you've got LIJ who are very big and larger than live characters. Yeah. They are much easier to understand for uh, an audience who doesn't understand what they're saying. Yeah. I also, as well, is the fact that LIJ formed before the... Like, if you look at the majority of fans who who comment online and watch, and we have a, like a, an idea of their fandom from. Most of them have been around long enough to see LIJ form as a faction and develop as mm-hmm. a faction. Whereas Chaos is the oldest faction in New Japan, there are people who would not have been able to watch when Chaos was formed. You know, it just didn't have the international reach. It didn't have the streaming services. Yeah. Picking shows up on YouTube a month after they happened when someone posted them. You know, that's when I that was that was when you could watch it. It used to be on British wrestling. Oh, I used to be on one of the British cable channels. So it was in the days of like just as GBH turned into Chaos. So you know, it was difficult when Chaos started to, to kind of see where it comes now. And of course, it wasn't started by anyone who's in Chaos now. Right, the original members of Chaos: Yano, Ishii. Um, Yano and Ishii, you know, all the others are add-ons, aren't they? Yeah, and it's also the whole good guys are boring thing. They're being all heroic and good and nice and trying to not cheat. And then you've got groups like LIJ and even Suzuki-gun who are much more characters or able to play characters than Chaos are. Yeah. Because they're the bad guys. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's and, more. Sorry, Carol. Am I right in saying that Chaos and Friends are more popular with the Japanese side? Yeah. And also, I, I think as well, like the history of Chaos is tied up with the history of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Chaos are the defenders of Strong Style. Shinsuke mm. Nakamura put them together to represent what strong style was in his eyes because he didn't believe strong style had happened in new japan once hashimoto had left and when inoki retired his argument was muto's not really a strong style wrestler and neither is chono and technically they're not you know um 
there's not that kind of <laughs> sense of that Nakamura-ism, that crossover between pro-style and shoot wrestling in MMA isn't there. But having said that, no one in Chaos wrestles like that either. <laughs> yeah. They rest, they're all strong style. They're all King's Road style guys. Ishii's uh, trained by Tenru and Ricky Chosu were, st- were strong style guys. Um, you know, well, Chosu's kind of both. You know, the, the, they aren't the they're King's Road guys. Akada wrestles like, doesn't wrestle like a New Japan guy. He wrestles like an old Japan guy. So does um, Yano, actually. He's probably the most strong style of all of the people in Chaos because he is a genuine hard case and a genuine badass and has an MMA background and can shoot wrestle. He just, he just doesn't use it. No. <laughs> he used it more in World Tag League, actually, than he has done all year. He didn't really cheat that much and he didn't really do the Wily Coyote thing. He just kind of like had tag matches with Ishii. I can't imagine that. You should watch it because he, he, he just like had regular wrestling matches. Yeah, but the last match I watched was Yano versus Hiromu. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Where he ended up in an elevator with, yeah. with tape around his ankles. So. That's because Hiromu was terrified of Yano when he was. Yeah, there was a two show storyline. <laughs> yeah. Was, was He's been in, in matches with him for years and suddenly he has a phobia. Well, he never had to wrestle him on his own. And NATO told him, if you don't beat him, then you've shamed the entire junior heavyweight division. <laughs> NATO is a wonderful leader. Yes, the, so that's supportive. the kind of motivation from your best friend you want. <laughs> well, that's the NATO thing. Because uh, yesterday he said, I don't even like Shingo, but I'm glad I got him into LIJ. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that's your, that's your friend and leader saying, yes. I don't even like him, but he's useful. <laughs> yeah because that's well that's the thing isn't it like do people go into factions who really shouldn't necessarily go into factions like AJ Styles ended up in Bullet Club and up until then Bullet Club had kind of like picked their own members like it always been like Ghetto would go to the Bullet Club guys and say I'm thinking about this guy and they're going yeah maybe not <laughs> now give me that one yeah we want that one and then they Ghetto booked AJ as the leader of Bullet Club. And there was to end any resentment, because he knew that like they had a good deal going at the time. AJ went into had a meeting with all the members of Bullet Club and said, Look, I've been put in this position, and it's not my fault. It's the way the company wants it, and I want to make it absolutely the best thing for all of us so we all succeed. And Carl Anderson and Tangelo were like, all right, let's see how this goes. And they worked from that way forward. And it was one of the most successful things New Japan's ever done. So, <laughs> so Money! Gotta, yeah, you've got to have the right guy at the right time to be able to do that. AJ was the right guy. I don't think there was m- many hotter wrestlers in the world than AJ Styles in 2014. Seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're getting old. Yeah, I really am. Anyway... Let's just move on to actual New Japan Cup matches where there was wrestling for places in the tournament. Yuji Nagata kind of predictably beat Yotosuji, his protege, in 13 minutes and 40 no. seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Blue Justice wins again, unsurprisingly. But having said that, this was actually a ton of fun. And Yotosuji's really good. I can't wait for him to come back after the excursion. And in Mexico. In Mexico. As a luchador. Yeah. Did we talk about it on the podcast or was we it We did awesome? talk about it. If you want to listen to the Troopany show, myself, John and Christy both discussed the possibilities of Yotosuji, luchador. There wasn't a lot of high flying in this match, though. No. <laughs> well, I think that's going to be a problem if he wants to be a luchador. Yuji Nagata hasn't left his feet since 1987. So, um, <laughs> if you throw him far enough, maybe <laughs> yeah, not voluntarily. <laughs> but me and Simon watched um, the the big biggest show of all time from North Korea, and he's in the opening match as a young boy, and he doesn't do anything different in 1994 than he does in well, 2000. If it works, if it, it works, don't change it. Don't yes. change it. 
ain't broke, don't fix it. And exactly. He's slightly slower now and hits slightly harder. Slightly slower. Slightly slower, yeah. Oh, I love Nagata. Yes, he isn't He's one of the old guys who I don't mind watching, and not because the others aren't fun to watch, but because it's clear they're doing things they maybe shouldn't be doing anymore. Yeah. Like Tenzan, still wrestling. Yeah, I think as well, Nagata's style is kind of timeless. Mm. Like, how can I put this? Uh, I can't see Hiromo doing that at the age of 47. I don't want to think about that. No, Shush. I don't either. But Nagata, that's the thing. Like we said, Nagata doesn't wrestle, wrestle that much differently now. Some 27 years later than he did in 1994 when he made mm-hmm. his debut. It's just slightly more advanced version of what he does. Yeah. Zack Sabre Jr. could wrestle until he's 70. You know, yeah. Because it's, it's, it's low impact. It's less hard work. It's all about character and application and you know that, that that's good on your body and good for a long-term strategy yeah and i think nagata moves better than tanahashi does yeah he does definitely so if we look at guys guys who are of i mean muto is the current global one and crown champion doesn't move particularly greatly in fact nagata probably moves better than him so honma moves awfully yeah, Kojima's the only one who actually looks like he moves like a normal human being, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, so, out of the older guys, Nakanishi, oh. Nakanishi used to wrestle exactly the same way in the late 90s. Again, he's another one who didn't change very much. At it some point, he moved like a mountain. Yes, it wasn't particularly interesting then either. <laughs> <laughs> but he managed to get a couple of G1s and an IWGP title right now, though. And Most interesting thing about Nakanishi was his uh, show on YouTube. The the monster breakfast thing. No, Nakanishi Land. All right, I've not seen it. Carry on. I'm intrigued now. Well, it's pretty old, but it's like he's following certain wrestlers around, like Tanahashi and Kushida went golfing. Um, they okay. ate spicy food, things like that. Yeah. 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 That's good. I like it. That's cool. That's all right. And the, one of the best videos I saw was of, of like following people around was the retirement of um, Kenta Kobashi. And they okay. just followed Kenta Kobashi around for a week. And <laughs> just did ridiculous things. Stalking. It's, well, yeah. Just like, and this is Kenta Kobashi in the Noah Dojo training. And it's like, they have these boards for him to practice chops. So they're like boards that are set into concrete, and he just like chops these boards. Just bunk, Why? Thunk, thunk. Why? To, to, to get his hand wrist strength up and to get his hand strength up. It sounds like it hurts though. Yeah, that's, that was it. But you just, he was the one who started doing machine gun, gun shops first. And uh, Kojima does it all right, but you know the first three hurt and then the others don't. You can see him tired. It's really yeah. funny. <laughs> Whereas Kabashi, the the last one hurt just as much as the first one did. Yeah. <laughs> you can see like chest cave in, just bunk, 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 bunk. So, with yeah. Kojima, you can see that after about five, he's like, okay, three more, and then I can stop. <laughs> yeah, this was not this was not a, a good move. But yes, there's like the wardrooms in the um, like the chaos wardrooms, which they stole from Demolition. Demolition used to do that back in the '80s, and they said it was it was harder work doing that because it's really cardio for 30 seconds yeah. beating on somebody as hard as you can. <laughs> Okada's doing the drums now. Yes, did you see that? Yes, I do. There's a little drum solo on the guy. He's back. a dork. <laughs> they all are, to be honest. I love him, but he's a dork. He is, yeah. Still funny to me that he's like the golden child, like Prince Charming, and he's actually the biggest dork in chaos. He is, but when he wants to be cool, there isn't anybody cooler, is there? Yeah. No, you know, it's like... But I don't think he's that cool in real life. No, I mean, I hate talking about Marty's girl, because, you know, <laughs> he's a jerk, but... The, the bit the like the coolest thing the, was the one the first AEW show where Ricardo was wrestling girl and 
they kind of face each other as the referee comes comes up and brings them together. And it's like the crowd's starting to like get anticipation. And Skull just like rattles off for like 30 seconds. And then Okada just looks at him and goes, 205, you're a junior. And walks away. <laughs> and it's like oh one sentence God. just kills the opposite character. That's that's Okada. He can he knows exactly how to do things the right way. Um, and there's also the point, I've been listening to interviews, no one wanted to main event that show. Like, they, were, they, they didn't decide the running order till that afternoon, and everybody wanted Cody and Nick Aldis to be the main event, because it's, it's, it's the NWA Heavyweight Championship. Of course you want that to be the main event, and neither of them wanted to do it. And um, the books and um, um, the books and Omega and the Golden Lovers, they, did, they didn't want to headline it, really. They ended up headlining it. Um, but the only person who said, yeah, I'll do it, was Akara. Of course he would. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, I'll quite happily come to your event if you want me to main event it for you, lads. Be ready. Don't worry well, about I it. I love that about him, though. He's yeah. like, he's so confident and sure about himself, but he's also a dork. <laughs> and those are the greatest kind of people. Like, yeah. self-confidence, but also not afraid to be silly. Self-confidence with self-awareness is... Yeah, he's he's not afraid to be a dork, even in the ring. And no. that makes him so much more relatable. Yeah, and that's what makes him a great hero, really. Yeah. Yeah. Yay, Okada. Yes, indeed, as always. And then finally, by gum, this was a match. <laughs> Tomohiro Ishii lost to Sonata in 25 minutes and 18 seconds. It, this seemed to go on forever. Honestly, I was watching it and I thought this is not going to end. It seemed to be about 45 minutes. And uh, I loved it. I could have watched it for 45 minutes. I should have should given another 20. Just put it on repeat. Yeah, it's just ace. It's, I don't know what it is that Ishii does. Because every, there's, there's a thing, there is such a thing as a standard Ishii match. Mm. And, but that standard Ishii match is the best wrestling match you've ever seen. <laughs> oh, and you sound in love. That's lovely. I, it, it, it honestly, that match he had with Jay White um, at Castle of Pack was the best wrestling match I've seen in a, since Wrestle Kingdom. I think I haven't it seen better. it yet. You haven't seen the one at Castle Pack? Mm, not sure. I, I I might have seen some of it. I remember that I had to dip out. Okay. Um, yeah, that 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 match with Jay White and Ishii, the G1. They stole the G1 on the last night because there was nothing on the finals night that could live up to what they did. Um, Ishii and Jay White. And then there was the rematch, which was just as good, possibly if not better. Um, Ishii just is he's just that good. I don't know of anyone who's been more consistent in the last 10 years. If you were looking for a wrestler of the decade of the 2010s, it'd have to be Ishii. No one else came close to being just consistently Bang on, exactly the right match, exactly the right time. The only, I think the only knock you have on Ishii is he doesn't do well with guys who are similar to him. So, like, Suzuki, the matches with Suzuki is always good, but they're never great. And the matches with, like, back in the day with Makabe or someone like Homma, who's just a big it guy, they don't, they don't match up well. Mm, I like him versus Goto, though. Yeah. But it might you, just be my bias, but it's slightly. <laughs> it's your <laughs> it's your chaosness coming through. I like him with Goto too. But when he wrestled people like Jay White or Kenny Omega or someone who's just completely different, in this case like Sonata, who's a pure technician, it's just absolute magic. And yeah, I think that's because the contrast yeah. is interesting about it. And it allows Ishii to play his role way more than he would against the guys you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Because yeah. Suzuki is like Ishii, but meaner. Yeah. So it kind of negates Ishii. Like, yeah. You know, you want Ishii to be the underdog. Um, and then when he gets the chance to be the, the favorite, like this one, you kind of like put him as the favorite, more experienced, better tournament wrestling Sonata, more consistent. He becomes like. He's great at being the bully as well without you wanting to hate. He was him. such a dick though, this match. <laughs> well, I've yeah. written it down there. Ishii is such a dick. 
Yeah, he did, but he shouldn't. Sonata shouldn't have tried putting him in the paradise lock, should he? Yeah, but he did it. Sonata put him in the paradise lock way into the match. And he was, Ishii was a dick from the from minute one. <laughs> well, I just well, see that as aggression. I, I think you've got a bias as well, here. Of course I do. <laughs> Don't, oh. yeah, um, I think I'll work that's his Twitter handle. Ben Spindler of formerly of the Droopany Show and currently of the Random Wrestling Podcast who are looking at Fastlane 2017, which is really random uh, this week. Um, he said he would I'm pretty sure he said he would pay for his new Japan subscription just to watch Ishii matches. Understandable. <laughs> yeah. Understandable. I mean, when I say Ishii is a dick, that doesn't mean I didn't like the match or Ishii. It's just that that that's what stood out to me. Like he's usually the the stoic one until you press his buttons, uh, and here he was annoyed from minute one. Like, I don't know if he dislikes Sonata particularly, or... <laughs> no, if he really dislikes Sonata, he would have chopped him in the throat in the first three minutes, and he didn't do that <laughs> maybe, at all. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I noticed that there that he, was, he was a dick. He was trying to rile Sonata up, maybe. Yeah, trying to get him off his game a little bit. Because those two have some things in common, and quite a few differences because they're both the stoic one in their faction, you know, the, the one that's calm and cool. Yeah. But then Ishii's also the one who gets riled up really easily. Yeah. If you make him mad, you'll, you'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's almost like Ishii was trying to see if he could get Sanana there for to that yeah. point where Sonata would lose his cool and maybe get mad. Hmm. Yeah. Or maybe it's just hair envy. I don't know. I don't think it's hair envy. I think he's quite happy with his with his bald look. <laughs> but yeah, I, no, it was it was really good. Unfortunately, well, I mean, unfortunately for him, Sonata goes through to the next round. Fortunately for me. I, yes. I actually, so far, I've only gotten one match wrong, which surprises me. I must admit, I didn't do a bracket this year. I didn't try to do predictions. I was trying to watch the matches and enjoy them as they go. Uh, not there's anything wrong with doing things like the way, like the way you're doing it? No, um, I didn't fill anything in, as in on a website or with friends. I just took the bracket and then thought to myself, I think that one's going to win. I think that one's going to win. So there's no consequences if I get it wrong or anything. We should at this point round up uh, what matches we have left in the first round. Dave Finley and Chase Owens, any predictions there? Finley? Yeah, I think so as well. Yoshihashi and Yujiro Takahashi. Yoshihashi? Yeah, okay. Toa Henry and Jay White. Jay White, even yeah. though they gave Henry the win today. Yeah, I think that's possibly might not be winning for a while yet. I think that was the point. Like, give Hanare a win so he comes across as a worthy opponent and then have Jay, win, Jay White win. You haven't got to World Tag League yet, but I think Toa Hanare's gone soft. I don't think he hit the gym between World Tag League and this tour, to be honest with you. Ah, uh, that's okay. Yeah, no, because like, when he was tagging with Tanahashi, he was like ripped. He was like 30 pounds lighter than he is now. And uh, he looked like a, he looked like a god. Well, ha- um, has he been in Japan since World Tag League, or been home? He went back to New Zealand. Yeah, it might be that being in Japan makes him more likely to work out. Possibly. So you know, this is the guy who went like on like a six weeks Maui retreat when when he had a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter to me. Yes. So. But um, yeah, I, I don't know if it, I don't. I'm not trying to body shame or anything, but it does it, it does like intrigue me? I think it's a good kind of sign as to how people are dealing with fitness and how people are dealing mm. with schedules. Like there is also the point: Henry wasn't being used over the summer, so he could spend all his time in the gym. Yeah. Whereas New Zealand's opened up again, he can get indie bookings in New Zealand. That doesn't necessarily mean you have the same amount of time for the gym. Yeah, that so, could be it. Yeah, there's, there's different reasons. But it, it, 
I learned very early as a wrestling observer, not, not the website, uh, not the newsletter, as a wrestling observer, the body shapes are really important. Like if you see people who are consistently the same way all the time, it's usually an indicator that they might be having some help with their body shape because it isn't necessarily you do steroids to get big, they do help, but you do steroids to keep consistently in shape mm. because they help with that. Um, and you can tell the New Japan guys go up and down in weight all the time. Yeah. Uh, Ishii particularly tends to yo-yo in weight um, because you can't run a schedule like that and, and be that you know, consistently in shape all the time. You look back to the 80s and guys like Rick Rude and the Ultimate Warrior and David Boy Smith whose body shapes never changed ever. <laughs> and you're like, well, there's a reason for that. You know, and Not a healthy not. reason. No, because sadly none of them are. Any, none of them are no longer, all of them are no longer with us. Um, yes, and then just so to go over second round matches, you may well be looking forward to Evil versus Jeff Cobb. The beefy boys. Yes, uh, that is all the beef. Um, actually, the next one, the Great Okan versus Toriano, also pretty much all beef. <laughs> That's going to be funny though. It is. It's going to be the cool. straight man versus Yano. I have a feeling Okan just might murder him, though. Probably. Yeah. Some people will really enjoy watching that. Yeah. Um, Hiroki Goto versus Shingo Takagi, which we know you're very excited. (laughs) I'm so excited for that match. (laughs) I'm excited about Minoru Suzuki versus Kenta. That could be... Understandable. Oh, God, we might have a Goto-Suzuki match again. Oh. It's not going to happen, probably, but... Takagi versus Kenta, the ace of Dragon Gate versus the ace of Noah in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Lots of fun combinations there. That's that's something I never thought I'd want to see, but there you go. Billy No Mates versus Zack Sabre Jr. Zack Sabre Jr. versus Zack Sabre Jr.? No, we did say we were actually going to name and shame these people. We discussed this because we did it with Elgin and, you know, eventually we deplatformed him, but we don't think we're going to deplatform Asprey. Billy, yeah. Billy shit show. So, um, yeah. Um, and if they agree, like, if we, you know, we can mention our distrust and dislike of him at the opportunity. Hopefully people will take notice. Has worked with Marty Scott, so hopefully it will happen again. Fingers crossed. We can try. I doubt it, but uh, I think he's far too embedded in New Japan culture, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm. Yuji Nagata versus Sonada. I think that'll be the underappreciated match of the second round. I think probably. They've had good. some good matches lately. Yeah. So I think it'll be probably quite good. Um, I'm hoping Zach wins that one, though. I'd like, I'd really like to see Zach Sabre Jr. versus Yuji Nagata in a single I'd love to see it, but I'm really worried they're going to give Osprey the win because of his faction. Yeah. I can see him going all the way through and then having a main event no one cares about. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anywho. Uh, Anywho. Anywho. See, this is the thing. It's like, you know, it's difficult to say what reactions he would have in the UK because there's no live audience wrestling. There is, they've started to announce shows for September now. Um, okay. So in the UK, because like Rev Pro were. Yeah, I've seen Rev Pro. So. Say. Luckily, Rev Pro said that uh, tickets could be voided if people weren't happy about the talent being used. Oh, wow. Good for Andy. That's, yeah. That was a, a Twitter reply. So if they decide to do something else, then... Well, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's good in one sense because it's the responsible thing to do, but also really bad because we're probably going to hire people you don't want to hire yeah that puts the onus on the fans again yeah which is and it's like there's plenty of people who will go watch those matches and that's the thing though it drops the diversity of your audience so people don't call you out and stuff like that so you get away with mm-hmm. it more often that's what will be the upshot of it in the long run <sighs> oh well the conscientious fans um are the ones that got shut out of progress because yeah. it's and it's also the point is like when Progress started, the, the three partners, Mormon, Glenn, and, and Briley, 
there's a reason why you never saw John Riley on television. He's generally abrasive, <laughs> as, as people have found out through his um, lack of skills in replying to social media, whereas Smallman and Glenn were are very non-abrasive, they're very fan-friendly and can you know, work their way around the situation. Smallman's a uh, um, stand-up comic. Of course, he can work his way out of a situation. You know? mm-hmm. So those are the things you've got to be careful about, really. But there we are. So that was, so that was today. We've done an hour, no, 50 minutes. That Normally was wonderful, 10 minutes. Six. Yes. <laughs> well done, us. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, see, this is what happens when there's two of us. If it was just me, there'd be one minute long. There'd be six minutes long. Oh, you've done ten minutes. I've done ten minutes when there was really cool stuff to talk about. You could have done five minutes about Ishii Sonata, though. Yes, I probably could have done. The thing is, though, it's like when you're doing it every day, you don't want to retell the same stories that you told yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, even, Even I'm thinking, like, what did I say last podcast? Yeah, exactly. So, are you doing... I'm just trying to think when the next show is. The next show should be... Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Are you going to do it with me tomorrow? Sure. Okay, then. So, Let's not repeat anything we said here. No, we won't. And I will have my Mac back so I can actually record it properly. Yay, with the music. <laughs> yes, we can have the music. I can't have the music today. Um, Are you going to sing the outro? I can't remember how to go. No. Oh, <laughs> I tried, people. I tried. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I've gone completely blank on how it goes now. I wrote it as well. I sat there with Mac and wrote it myself. Um, there you go. No. no. I'll just we'll just finish quietly with our usual uh, outro. <laughs> okay. My name's James Trooping. You find me at Sheriff Lone Star on Twitter. Where can we find you, Christy? You can find me at Smark Infested. On Twitter and NJPW gifts as well, if you like New Japan gifts. Okay, uh, you can find the show, the True Penny Show, on Twitter. You can find the show, True Penny Show, on Facebook and True Penny Show on Patreon, where you can keep the show free forever for everyone. Take care. The True Penny Shows today at the New Japan Cup. We'll be back tomorrow with me and Christy at some point in the evening once we've recorded it and I've put it online. There will be other shows this week, such as <laughs> the Wrestling Rewrite with Dara and possibly Bryn. Uh, not Dave. Dave's on paternity leave at the moment. See, we, we, we look after our employees here at the Truth News Show. Well done. Yeah, see, paternity leave for, uh, for everyone. Um, and uh, we will be back with the Truth News Show on Monday when we've figured out what we're going to watch. Because we haven't. Oh, no, we are. We haven't. We are watching. It will be me and Christy and John. Not Christy. It will be me and Chelsea and John. We're looking at AEW. Stop giving me work. <laughs> yes, making you watch wrestling you won't enjoy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, then. Take care. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.